Hello, this is the Milk Boys Podcast. This is Adian here today. We got Sayad, Ike, and the Jordan Dog, Nate. And we got a guest speaker with us today. For Yo, us. my name's for us. Okay, so our first prompt is from 2013, and it asks to select the single important moment that has a large impact on the psychological or moral de- development of the protagonist. So first, uh, the events kind of leading up to it were Polly and Charlie moving to Lorraine, Ohio, and then because of the financial stress of Charlie just constantly working and Polly just spending all the money, and Polly, uh, she she wanted to be accepted by society, and due to that, that put a lot of stress on Charlie, and then which eventually affected them both. And due to that, when they had kids, their love was very conditional, and it resulted in them beating the kids and affecting Pakola's life. And Arian, do you, do you want to talk about how it affected Pakola's life? Yeah, so uh, just going off that, um, it resulted in Pecola feeling like she was like a very ugly type of thing. Like in the in the text, uh, it talks about um, Pauline saying how Pecola describing her as like a black ball of fur and super ugly. I just want to add something. Do we do we think that Pecola is the main character of the Blue Stock? I feel that she is kind of as I think that. The purpose of the boys die is to highlight um, the oppression that occurs. The, like the prompt is asking you about the, the protagonist, not like the. But I character. for this for I, this I, I believe that like oh, sorry. well I I believe that like everything revolves around the breathos and the all their whole like conditional love their all everything they do has the biggest the biggest effect uh, lies on a cola. Yeah, I would I would definitely say. The protagonist, quote unquote, would be Claudia, but the whole story kind of revolves around Pecola. So Claudia I, is just a way for that, like Morrison. It's like a Morrison. point of view. It's a point of view. It's just a way that. So Morrison I feel like. The story. And I think most of the story is about Pecola. Like, yeah, most of it is because this obviously, uh, as I was saying, a story highlights oppression that occurs within society at uh, an individual level and at just um, you know in the african-american community and the society at large and Pecola kind of serves as that character that that receives the the short end of the stick in every uh mm-hmm. every turn so i think um it kind of focuses on her uh moving on to prompt number two uh we chose the prompt from 1966 about an important character that violates the laws the convent the conventions and the rules of conduct of a society. And we believe the important character is Charlie. Yeah, so um, Charlie kind of is that is that evil person that goes against all of the societal norms. Like he... At the same time, society does expect that. From so, him, society does expect that from him. So Charlie is... Charlie never... Charlie can't surprise society with his actions. And he can only sur- surprise himself. He, he, like he is characterized as the devil because the villain. That, yeah, he's the villain of this. The yeah, yeah, the devil. And like he, he had like so much stuff happen to him in his uh, childhood, like his mother abandoning him, 
and his great aunt coming to rescue him and beating his mother up. So that that all, all that trauma and with with his like first love or whatever and all that trauma with the hunters that that really affected like his mentality because as soon as he thought that like his first lover was pregnant, he ran just almost like his mother and father did. And I feel like that's where he kind of gets the habit of just running because mm-hmm. later on in the novel you see him always drinking doing drugs and because of that he's gone for days at a time and when he comes back it's kind of like he he takes all his anger all his suffering out on the kids so that that kind of like characterizes the breed loves as ugly and disgusting and that like that kind of violates like the convet conventions and the rules of society because everyone in that society in Lorraine kind of wants everyone to co- like be be together with each other and the breed laws are kind of like a stain in that. So why do you guys think that <clears throat> Tony Morrison included Charlie into the breed laws? Well, it it, it kind of symbolizes how Charlie like. Like one family, one person can make a difference in all of society, and it it shows that like even when you're young, like the trauma you endure, everything that 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 affects who you are as a person, and then due to that, you kind of go downhill, and your consequences can affect society. I just wanted to add in that I think the one of the reasons why uh, Tony Morrison included Charlie in the novel uh, in particular is to show that like. There are these terrible people that exist in society, but in a lot of ways, they are a product of things that have happened to them that were, you know, caused by other terrible people in that same society before them. You know, Charlie, uh, you know, his actions are inexcusable, but there's uh, there's a way to dig deep and to understand why he got to that point. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of humanizes him. It kind of humanizes his actions. Like his backstory where he's put through all this trauma, it kind of it kind of gives him that human aspect. And it, it doesn't just make him like just a devil. It doesn't make him like a demon. It makes him a human being. Yeah. And I feel like the whole, the point where like his whole like backstory changed into like his current self is like where when he, went to find his father and he found him and his father just rejected him. And he, he was so shocked. He, he went and like, he sat in a river or something. He washed himself off in a river and he just sat down and he's like, that's it. Like I have nothing to lose. That's where he became dangerously free. And this connects to the prompt because um, it connects to the prompt is like you as a reader are split between having sympathy for Charlie's past and also wanting to support the ideals set by society that have to be followed. Also adding to what Nate said, what kind of bugs me is that society doesn't try and help Charlie. Because even though he violates the laws, the conventions, the rules and conduct of society, it should be society to do to help him, even though he's like a stain. Yeah, but a lot of the time, uh, I think like by the end of the novel, it it was talking about how society kind of kind of used the breed loves and charlie and the breed loves in general as an example as, as just like just a foil to make themselves feel better about themselves mm-hmm. like hey we're these we're these we might be ugly in this sense but 
they're worse. Yeah, at least we're not. We're at least we're not the breed looks. Uh, moving on to our third prompt, we're gonna be talking about the 2009 issue on how political and social uh, issues are impacted through literature, and this is this ties in with the bluest eye as society looks down on the breed loves for these reasons and they make them they they make the parents like Polly and Charlie automatically ugly because before the children were born they they tried to fit in society but they just weren't able to so they're automatically classified as ugly and then when the children are born they they kind of grow into that ugliness and that's like the only life they know mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like um society definitely uses their ugliness as as mentioned uh in the last prompt how uh society kind of uses their ugliness to make themselves look better and they they compare themselves to the breed loves and like basically say like because even though we're we're bad in this sense or we're doing these bad actions the breed loves like do worse yeah and they they they're like oh yeah we we might be classified as ugly, but at least we're not uglier than the breed loves. At least we're we're still above the breed love. So it, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like a safety net that they have. You know, it's it's like even though the breed loves, like even though society is they, they have multiple classes and everything. So imagine like both class one, class two, class three falling down they hit the breed loves and they're not they, they're not going to hit the floor you know at least they're not the breed loves right and i guess that kind of ties into racism and the classism that exists between the african americans in the society um and we could see that in the example of when geraldine uh when geraldine found her son and piccola in the house and her son had killed the cat and then he blames it on piccola mm-hmm. and Geraldine just automatically believes her son, one, because he's her son, and two, because Pecola is like a lower class African-American that wasn't raised like how Junior is being raised or wasn't raised like how Geraldine was being raised. She's kind of like, she she's the lowest. Because, they're, two, they're two different sides of the spectrum. Yeah, they, she, she, she's, they're both, she's like the lowest. They are still both not the correct way to raise a child. Junior may seem like the correct way, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's just he's just spoiled brat. Yeah, yeah. Just like he's not he's not being raised to treat others with respect or dignity, like no matter what their skin color is. So that's I feel a, like, uh, and that's a big that's problem. That's a byproduct of the way that Geraldine uh, raises as a parent. Uh, obviously, she is a victim of society in the sense that like her needs are neglected and she feels as though she's cut off in society and therefore uh, <laughs> and therefore when when she's raising uh J- junior he does not have that love and affection and he takes out the rage that he has from the lack of that onto Pecola. and that's the milk boys